Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Skull Hunter James, aka the Architect, and I am with my co-host here, Jordy, Jordy, Jordan, Jordan, aka Skull Hunter Games. Yeah, it's it's me, Jordan, 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 Jordan A. Um, maybe for anal, I don't know. But joining us today, we have another member of the Skull Hunter community. We have the one and only and craziest man alive. Charles, I forgot your last name. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. Oh man, so this is this is our crew today. This is this is gonna be a podcast. Um, so I, you know what, Charles, where? Well, how, 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 the... <laughs> words, Jordan. Words. I think what he here. Hold on, let me translate for him. Let me translate for him. Uh, Jordan said, hey, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell the people who you are and what you do and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, Jesus Christ. Freaking. Well, I'm a freaking part-time YouTuber who just does it on the side just for the love and just uploads whatever the heck. I freaking have almost always playing Xbox Live because I've been an Xbox fit loyalist since the old OG Xbox when I freaking played Halo 1 and 2 on that thing like no tomorrow before I even knew what Xbox Live is. And I'm probably the best dishwasher that place I work out ever ha will ever have. And I also play Yu-Gi-Oh a lot too. Mm -hmm. And also more avid wrestling and NASCAR fan because those are two things I've been watching my entire life. Whoa! So what I just heard is we have a wrestling fan in the house. It's like this was staged. And well, James, how about you bring us into that topic that wrestling is actually involved? All right, perfect. This will be a great first uh, topic to get in. So. A couple weeks ago, we talked about how WWE and their independent contractor status with their wrestlers and what's going on with third parties, i.e. they're not allowed to use Twitch anymore. They're not allowed to use stuff like that. And so... Oh, sorry. It was my chair. I thought I heard something behind me. I thought it was like... I thought my wife was coming in the door or something like that about to yell at her. But like, no, no girls allowed. After um, last night, yeah. <laughs> um, and it... Yeah. Anyway, um... So, we actually, there's an update to that. Um, professional wrestler Zelina Vega was just released from her WWE contract last week after she had posted a tweet saying that she supports excuse me, unionization. Um, this is big because ever since they put out this third-party memo saying, hey, can't use Cameo, Twitch, anything like that, um, a lot of the wrestlers were like, hey, we need to unionize because this is unfair. They're treating us as employees, even though we're independent contractors. Um, so what happened was she decided, oh, I'm going to keep streaming on Twitch and I'm going to start a safe for work OnlyFans account to upload more content on so I can make more money that way because there's no way that they know about OnlyFans because they're a bunch of old people running the business. Well, because she decided to start a new third party uh, new third-party partnership with OnlyFans while this new contract settlement was underway saying that they can't use third parties. They were like, hey, we gotta let you go. And the entire wrestling community is up in arms now. There's more talk about unionization than ever. There's a bunch of stuff going on. And Zelina Vega is a very talented person. She's gonna have no problem finding a job, no matter what she does. Uh, whether it's continue to stream and share content, or if she continues to wrestle anywhere else. Uh, she's gonna be very successful whatever she does, but yeah. Everyone in the wrestling community that isn't Vince McMahon has came out and said that she, uh, Charles, what, what did you just show? My All Elite Wrestling sweatshirt, and I was just pointing at the logo, that's where she should go. 
Oh, okay. Okay. They'll treat it better there. No, no, they won't. AEW can't book a women's division anyway. That sounded like a burn, but okay. So you were saying, you were saying, James. Uh, you know, I cut you off rudely. My bad. Uh, I was just saying that that she. I was just saying that um, everyone has shown their support for her. Basically, saying that you know she'll be fine wherever she does. She'll get a job everywhere. Um, but yeah, so that's basically it. That's so we. This is an update to the story we told a couple weeks ago about the whole third party situation, and it looks like they're doubling down on their stance about their wrestlers doing third party commitments. Um, and as we see, uh, they've started their own little like uh, live meet and greet, like online and stuff like that. So um, obviously, they're trying to get into this business for themselves and keep that extra money for them, and then just give a little slice of the pie to the wrestlers. We don't know. Um, I'm sure there'll be more to it eventually, but as of now, they've doubled down and released one of the better wrestlers they have that's that's honestly crazy i don't understand a lot about wrestling but i do understand a lot about like you know the business side and as business stance that's dumb and selfish and i we talked about it a little bit uh on the last pot was it the last one i think no, it, was, it was like two or three ago i yeah. think it was the one before christy was on Okay, okay. So, yeah, it's definitely been a little bit ago, but we talked a little bit on there, and I pretty much ranted about them being selfish, um, the WWE Network and all them. But uh, now we actually have a big fan of wrestling and stuff like that, so I would actually like to hear Charles' opinion on yes. the situation. Honestly, if any other promotion, especially if AEW was doing that crap, I'd be like, one, why are you guys ruining your guys' reputation because you guys are probably the best thing in wrestling right now, in my opinion. And two, I think it might not be watching you guys that much either, just like I ain't watching WWE's crap that much. They started doing this crap. Because they started this whole promotion to get people to like, actually like watching wrestling again. Because before, people were just only watching WWE because it was like the only big thing that they actually had to watch. Unless you went on YouTube or went to another freaking like um, channel or something. Like you have to go with Impact because they're on freaking a network that they don't, a lot of people don't have or on Twitch. <laughs> Impact is where you go if you're on the witness protection program. <laughs> <laughs> what what is that what is impact? What okay, is impact. It used to be called TNA Total Nonstop Action. Uh, it was been around since like the like 2001 2002. It started when Jeff Jarrett left WWE and started his own promotion. That's more of the story. Um, it's been through many many owners. It's failed many many times. Um, it's just after Sinclair, not Sinclair, Access TV, or Anthem, Anthem, Anthem bought them, Anthem also owns Access TV. It, so, just now starting to make a profit, but before they were on a major network, they were just streaming their promotion on Twitch, and mind you, this promotion was on a primetime spot, uh, do you remember Spike TV? Yep, I still remember those days, probably the best days that show yeah. ever had. Yeah, it used to be prime time on Spike TV. And now it's and now if you get put on the witness protection program and no one can know who you are, you could wrestle for impact and you'll be fine. Hmm. Interesting. I had no idea. Uh legitimately yeah, I, no I, idea. I, yeah, I'd talk a lot of crap. They their product's actually getting good now though. They is actually it, is it like yeah, Google Studio? Say again. Oh, I was just saying, is it like Google Stadia? Where are, are they starting to get better just like Google? <laughs> yes, Jordan. They are the Google Stadium of the wrestling world. Okay, that's... See, now I'm catching up. I'm getting it now. I understand. See, that's all I need to know. 
See, you're hitting, you're hitting the sparts. I. There we go. Yep. <laughs> Words. You, you know what? You guys, you guys just take over the podcast. I don't. I, I can't. Uh, I think that was it. I think that's. I think that's the wrestling side of it. So now everyone that we've just lost can come back real quick. Yeah, ev- everyone, come come back to the uh, the talk. We're not just going to talk about wrestling because, for one, this podcast never hit well, it. But that's, speak- I mean, something going on in the world. But, oh, wait, you were speaking of what? What, sir? What were you speaking of? Speaking of losing, one of Twitch's top paid affiliates, this uh, XQC, was banned. What? That's insane. Who? XQC. For those who don't know about XQC, uh, one, he used to be a former Overwatch player, but just like everyone else who played Overwatch, decided not to do that anymore. Um... But he was a former Overwatch professional player decided to go to streaming like most professional players do. Uh, Shrat started the same way. He was a professional Counter-Strike player, and then he went just straight to streaming. Um, but XQC is known more so for his antics and his reactions to certain things. Um, mostly rage, but other reactions. He's 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 just wild enough. He's wacky, all right? He's just wait it is people like watching wacky it is what it is um but he took part in what's called twitch rivals twitch rivals is the thing they've been doing for a little while now it's where it's a twitch hosted event or it's a competition across the game and they have different streamers battle each other for some sort of grand prize and this time twitch rivals put together a fall guys tournament well when you have a bunch of twitch streamers playing in a in a game um one they're not going to have delay on, so that way they can keep up with the chat. Because if you have a delay on your stream, then you really can't interact with the chat as well. Yeah. So, he most of these guys don't have delay on their chat. Well, XQC was like, well, I'm going to go watch what the other guys are doing on their streams. And so he did that. He was stream sniping in the middle of this Fall Guys tournament that he was in. And Twitch was like, hey, you can't do that. You're banned. It's a temporary ban. Um, I, I think it's a week, two weeks, maybe. And he was banned from Twitch Rivals. I don't know how long that lasts. But he was banned from those stuff. And he issued an apology. He said, hey, messed up, shouldn't have done that. Um, that's a paraphrase, obviously. Like, he knows he messed up. It was a genuine, it was a genuine apology. He, like, I don't think he was trying to be malicious about the whole thing. He was just, you know, did something stupid, got caught, paid the price, and he's sorry for it. But, yeah, so do you guys have any experience with XQC and or True Travels, and what's your opinion on this? I'll let you go first, Jordan. Oh, no, 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 please go first. <laughs> I was going to say, I, re- I never had any, like, kind of, like, experience with him or anything like that, or with Twitch Rivals. But, and honestly, if he didn't mean to do the whole stream sniping thing because he was just curious and... I guess he probably didn't need to be banned, but I don't know. I never really cared for a freaking like Overwatch or anything like that, and I kind of wanted to try Fall Guys, but it's whatever. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, um, so like the stream sniping, um, on Fall Guys. Yes. Is that even a thing? Because like Fall, I don't. Okay, I understand stream sniping. If you stream snipe. You are, yes. 
you're pretty much just the equivalent of a piece of dirt on the ground, okay? That's all you are. And so... Wait, what? you're telling me you don't... You don't cheat in Fall Guys to win? Is that what you're telling me? I, I'm telling you right now, I don't, man. It's it's all just organic, I guess you're, is a word to say. You're um, missing out. You're missing out. <laughs> but, it's, so fun. it's so fun just to hit one button and stand 30 feet in the air and win. Dude, and it, do it is. So, like, it's so fun. exhilarating. But, I mean, it's just, it's stupid. Like, who stream snipes anymore to begin with? You're not five years old. You don't need every little bit of knowledge. Plus, have you, I bet you guys played it. Have you guys played split screen growing up and tried to cheat oh, doing that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Split screen Call of Duty all the time. And you tell your brother, hey, no screen peeking as you're staring directly at it. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, you know, that's, that was back in the day. This is now like grow up if you need to stream snipe on a game you press two buttons on get a new life that's all i gotta say <laughs> like really fall guys is what you get banned on twitch for fall guys come on son yeah so there was that um we could go through some movie news and then we can get to our big story after that um so movie news um, Deadpool 3 has been confirmed. Ryan Reynolds will, uh, reprise yes! the role of Deadpool. And they've got the two writers, um, from Bob's Burgers to write the script for Deadpool 3. I'm so excited about that. I haven't seen the second Deadpool yet, but anything with Ryan Reynolds in, I don't know if you guys know, I'm actually a huge Ryan Reynolds fan. Uh, I watched every one of his movies, shows he's played in. I've watched them all when he was 22 years except old. Except for the Deadpool 2. Yeah, except Deadpool 2. And the reason I haven't watched it is because that's when I was making my move around Kansas. And then it came out. Didn't see it. And now it's just like I haven't seen that one. But I love Ryan Reynolds and the fact that he they're making another Deadpool 2. And what was the budget for the Deadpool? Uh, like, do, do we have the actual You mean numbers? the box office? Yeah, like, what was the budget that they could spend on the movie? Because I'm pretty sure, like, Deadpool 1 and 2 broke records on the well, budget. Well, they, they just confirmed the movie, so it won't have a proposed budget yet. Oh, okay. It's basically, the, the idea just got greenlit, is what happened. Okay. Still, I'm, I'm super excited for it. Charles, have you seen any Deadpool movies? Yeah, I've seen the first one a bunch. I haven't really seen the second one outside of, like, clips of it and everything. And I've read it... Uh, the plot of it on the Wikipedia and everything. I'm just really glad that they got Brian Reynolds back to play Deadpool because I don't think anyone has ever played a character it's like nobody can ever play Wolverine except for Hugh Jackman. Dude, that's a hundred percent. Dude, like a hundred percent. There's certain people that just like fit in the role, and it's like I I always thought Ryan Reynolds was just like playing Deadpool, but and then you like actually get to like watch him in interviews before Deadpool was even a thing. He, it's, he, it's, it's literally him. Deadpool. Like, that's literally him. He makes those bad jokes all the time, those stupid puns. I mean, it's just amazing. So when people fit into those characters, it's so good. It's amazing. Speaking of people who, whose role can never be replaced, um, Robert England, the guy and only good guy to play Freddy Krueger, he was just confirmed to be on the next season of Stranger Things. What? Stranger Things, the Netflix original show I've never seen? What? That's oh, a, that's crazy. 
You're you're really hyped for that, Jordan. I am. I love Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Never seen Stranger Things, so I might finally watch it. <laughs> well, he's not re- he's not he's not repl- he's not reprising the role of Freddy Krueger in Stranger Things. All right. Uh, for those in audio land, Jordan just uh, said, yeah, I, "I'm I gonna head out." Watch it. Okay, I just don't want to watch it. Then, if that's if that's the case, I don't want to watch it. If he's not All being right. Freddy Krueger. I'm out. Well, I'm done. listen, it's he, it is good though. He he will play from the director. He, they said that he will play a homicidal murderer. I'm in. I'm Psycho, back in. You psychopathic back murderer. In. There we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, it's all good in the hood. Dude, you just sucked maybe, me maybe back Maybe not into that, that hood. <laughs> well, maybe maybe. Oh, Charles, how do you how do you feel about Freddy Krueger being in uh being in the new uh Stranger Things like the things under your mattress? Oh good lord! Well, <laughs> those stra- it would be cool if he. Those are those are some strange things under Charles's mattress. It would be cool if they actually did get the he to have the Freddy Krueger character in the show, even if it's for like a second or two, because I know a lot of people liked him and everything, and that's what people, what people are probably expecting him to do. I, I, don't know. I I'm sure there'll be references. They'll they'll have to reference. They're gonna in some need to put in like form. Easter eggs or something. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're gonna to. say something like one of his like uh, quips that he has, or maybe even like um, a scene where they like try to fall asleep and there's they don't. He would like wishes some sweet dreams or something. Like, something you know like that. There has to be some sort of banter. Yeah, or yeah. like a Freddy song coming on, like just girls outside of school, like one, two, and they actually yeah, go or, for the nursery rhyme. Or even something as simple as just like a replica of his love, just in the in a mantle in the foreground yeah. of, of the thing. Just like no, don't don't mention it, don't bring any attention to it. Just it's just sitting there, like the little like hand claws that he had. Yeah, just if like they sit, did that, I would be the, happy with it. Yeah, they'll, they'll have to do something. I would I would imagine. Oh yeah. All right. Um, did any of you guys watch Ten Cloverfield Lane? Nope. But I've seen the, um, what was it? The one Cloverfield movie with the monster and where they were being chased around by it and they were trying to escape it. That while they were that is called that one's called Cloverfield. Yeah, that's like the only Speaking one. Speaking of, of Cloverfield, that sound that sound was sounded just like the honestly like i love where charles lives because it always comes in at the best timing it's it's great the cloverfield monster said sup bro you talking <laughs> what, what you talking about what you talking about can i get your number just, just yeah i see the cloverfield movie just in the back yeah, he's like, I have to grab my freaking Halo Five Guardians pistol real quick and then run outside. Sup, bro? Anyway, anyway, anywho. Okay, you're talking uh, about movie Cloverfield, like the yeah, movie. Yeah, what, Cloverfield. What's... The first Cloverfield is one that Charles talked about about the monster. Apparently, you know Charles's roommate. Um. <laughs> so ten Cloverfield Lane was the sequel. Oh, you got your Deadpool unicorn out. Kind of. That's kind of gross. Yeah, I do. Are you a are you a, a clopper as they call them? I think. Uh, you know, I actually don't know what they call them, but no. But I will say, uh, I, I can't bend them over for uh, sensor reasons. But my best friend, my best oh my friend. Uh, that was not where this was supposed to go. It it was not, but I just remembered I have like the exact replica from there, so I had to you know pull it that's, out, that's <laughs> pull out what's up. That's again gross. Okay, um, so we just segue three different times. 
You were talking back, about the Cloverfield movie. <laughs> let's ten, let's just ten, go back, back in time. Ten, 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 <laughs> ten, ten. Cloverfield Lane was the sequel to the movie. <laughs> Is the sequel to the movie? It's actually the okay. So if the movie take a hundred percent of the movie. The first 99% of the movie is freaking fantastic. So basically, this girl gets kidnapped. She's living with this dude in like his bunker. She's trying to escape. He's like, no, you can't go out there. It's evil out there. There's aliens abducting people. Something like that. Something along those lines, right? The entire movie, she's just trying to live. Like, she's just trying to figure out what's true, what's not, if she can go out and all that. Um, and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, he's lying to her to keep her there uh, by the way this is a spoiler alert for a movie that's six seven years old so if you don't want to listen get over skip it ahead. skip yeah. ahead skip ahead like three minutes if you don't want to hear this um so she's like is it real is it fake um and then she found out that i think it was like her boyfriend or something like that the guy murdered him and dumped him in a huge barrel of acid that he had to melt the body down uh long story short she like took his like arm and put it in the acid so it gave her time to run away she ran away she got away safely uh, he's like, no, you're gonna get abducted. And she's like, yeah, you idiot, I'm sure I am, because aliens are real forehead, and then she's driving, and then all of a sudden she gets abducted by aliens. What? I'm sure she also destroyed the ship that was seen her, but I don't know, I never seen So, like I said, I mean, granted, that was a very paraphrased, like I said, the 99% of the movie was really good, like, it was really well... It was just one of those, like, M. Night Shyamalan stupid twist endings that you didn't, like, you could have lived without. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I didn't like I didn't like the yeah. ending. But the rest of the movie was fantastic. Anyway, the guy who directed that apparently was just hired to direct the fifth Predator movie. They're making another one? Why? An- another one. Another one. Yeah. Well, hopefully it won't go the route of the Terminator franchise. Say again? Oh, God. Hopefully it won't go the route of the Terminator franchise. Uh, I, I, we don't want to talk not. about that. That we have the, we have a Terminator rule in this podcast where we don't mention anything yeah. past night that anything past the early two thousands. Yeah, it's a rule that just got made, but it's a legitimate yeah, it's, rule. It's a rule now. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, dude. God. So here's here's the thing. Here's my opinion on the new Predator movies. Um. Well, it kind of ties in with Alien as well because they, um, Alien vs. Predator was a thing. They, they've mm-hmm. collabed on multiple occasions, I would say. Uh, Prometheus was an Alien movie. And it was actually really good. Like, it's an unpopular opinion, I'm sure. But I really enjoyed that movie. Hmm. And Promethe- Is it called Prometheus? Is that what I'm thinking of? Where they, like, they, like, dump the humans off on the ship. They're, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They send the humans up to this planet. Um, they're like killing the um. Their goal mission is to, like try to kill the things, and they have like a little robot buddy with them, and the robot buddy ends up betraying the humans because he wants the robots to take over the world because humans are stupid and evil. Which I mean, agreed. Can't argue there. <laughs> no, but really can't. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. That was a newer Alien movie, and it was good. Like it was good. Um, I saw. Was it Alien that? came out last year that they they had or was it a Predator movie? The one with like Keegan Michael no Key in it and Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um Was that was that a Predator that was that was a Predator movie, no. wasn't it? 
No. Was it, it they leave the No. No. I gotta. No. We're, no. We're, we'll pause in the podcast for a minute. Okay. Uh, the no, predator. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. Predator. Predator. I'm like Darth Sidious there for a second, James. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta know. There's no way. No, it was the Predator. It was the Predator 2018. Yep, that was it. That wasn't last year? Two years ago, 2018. Get your facts straight. <laughs> well, right. Last year they came out with a Predator game. It had Olivia Munn in it. Keegan-Michael Key, yep. Keegan-Michael Key, I remember, because his skits on uh, uh, Comedy Central with uh, Jordan is amazing. They're Jordan funny. Peele, yeah. Yeah, they're so funny. But uh, we're, we're talking about Predator uh, for a hot second. Let's talk about that game. Like, the game, have you guys played it at all? Nope, because I didn't really find anything interesting I... about it, and I think it's really stupid that they had to be- make a DLC character of the character on a Schwarzenegger played in the first one. I played the um, the Alien movie, like the Alien games. Uh, not Space Marine. Isolation. Isolation was good. Space Marines was not good. But Isolation was good. Oh, um, God, don't remind me of Aliens, Colonial Marines. I bought that game and played it in the 90s. Still haven't beaten it to this day because it was a pile of crap. Yeah, this is like I regret buying Duke Nukem forever. Yeah, that game. <sighs> Talk about garbage. Okay, so you know what? We're going to segue this real quick. Uh, basically... <laughs> Basically, listen, listen, listen. So, there's another Predator movie coming out. It's being directed by 10th Overfield Lane director, and it's probably going to blow chunks. So, anyway, this is now a new segment that we're thinking of on the spot. It's called We're going to call it All-Timer. All right. So, we're going to talk about our movie and or video game purchases that were all-timer bad. Oh. Hang on. Let, let me just take a second. Um, I can already think of a couple. This one, this one, this one. What are you even doing back there, Jordan? I can't even see you. I'm ready. All right, all right, Jordan. You have a pile, so I'll let you go first because I think I can only think of one or two on top of my head. Okay, one of the worst, I I personally, of all time, and it's because of one certain issue, achievement glitches. Let's Mm. bring up uh, a lovely Ghost Recon here. Um, yeah, you can't get the achievement for beating the game. It's just, you can't do it because the achievement's glitched out on it. And, uh... Dude, Ghost Recon was such a great series, too, but was. that one was bad. Speaking of Predator, in the new Ghost Recon, there's a DLC mission where you have to kill the Terminator, or kill the Predator, sorry. Yep. You can also fight Terminators in one of the things, too. Oh, there you go. Sorry, uh, just it circled, circled around. I had to bring that point up. Alright, another all-timer. Go. Deadpool. <laughs> you the like the game, game you like the sucked. Game? I I played five yeah. minutes and wanted my money back. Like, dude, it was. I just didn't like it at all. There was. It was not entertaining. It didn't feel like a Deadpool game. It felt like a Spider-Man game. I just didn't like it. Well, it was. It was made by the company that made that. Uh, oh, funny Spider-Man movie. <laughs> funny how <laughs> that just. You know, happens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was, it, was it Nolan North that they had voice voice Deadpool in that game? Because um, the voice acting was great. The voice acting was great, and I will give it that, but it wasn't Ryan Reynolds. It wasn't. 
And I yeah, think here's the thing though, you can't you can't you can't put it on a curve like that. That but... that game was that game came out that game came out well before the movie was even a thought in anyone's eyes. Well, no. The, the yeah, the game, game came out came before out... the first movie. Did it? That's the Xbox One version. Yeah, they they came out on Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah, they came out on 360 and the Xbox One and Deadpool. Yeah, okay, I I, yep. I, I get because that. They were, they were pushing it. They were pushing it hard when the first movie came out because obviously you know they would mm -hmm. make they more money. Publicity but, and everything. But no, else. I get. Here's the the voice acting was great. I get the gameplay was, gameplay was clunky. It was repetitive. Yeah, I just I didn't enjoy it. Like I really didn't and. Honestly, if we're talking like a game that you just purchased that you just wanted to just throw it away immediately, I don't think I've actually done one like that because every time I purchased a game, I honestly really enjoyed it. I The Deadpool is the I only have thing one. closest to it. I have one exactly what you just mentioned, but I'll let Charles say his first. Uh oh. One of the first ones that I freaking regret buying, freaking I spent $85 on this was freaking Anthem because. I was kind of oh, excited for the game, and that thing was even worse. Destiny ripoff. I figured the first Destiny, and I played the first Destiny from what oh. you're doing year one. That and hurt. That game was better than freaking Anthem. You, you it hurt. Anthem. That was eighty-five dollars on the toilet. You, you poor guy. You bought Anthem. And a and a couple of other freaking games I freaking regret buying. First home front, worst first person shoot ever played. Oh, Duke see, Nukem Forever. See, Super okay, hold on, hold on, talk about, talk about Duke Nukem. I agree with. I like the first home front. I like the story behind it. You know, North Korea taking over the United States. I the gameplay again clunky, but it's it was an older FPS. I mean, FPS is one of those titles where it, it has to be story driven. Mm -hmm. Back then, it had to be story driven because there was nothing really else to go off. Uh, I'm not gonna defend Homefront, like I'm not gonna die on that hill. But I will say I actually enjoyed Homefront because I got it. I had it. I got it opening weekend, and it was. I thought it was really fun. I was also a crappy little kid though, I like so. The, I like the story, but like I said, thinking gameplay was crap. It's just like Duke, same Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, that game. The aliens, Colonial Marines, just took Homefront and made it even worse. Yeah, those those last two you mentioned were terrible. Duke Nukem and uh, uh, Colonial Marines. Cloning Marines, they had an issue for a while, like, you physically couldn't beat the game because it would crash or something like that, right? Or you couldn't finish one of the missions, like... I know they patched it. Sorry. I was just saying, I know they patched it, but that I, I haven't, I personally haven't played it in a while. Have you, you know if, like, that was true or not, that they, you couldn't physically beat the game until after they patched it? I don't know, I never finished it because it's one of those games, like, I needed someone else to probably help me do it. Cause it was like flicking again. It was just like home front. If you can have difficulty curve, even on like normal and, and easy, it's like why are these games freaking hard on these difficulties? When I beat Halo 2 on legendary with Jordan, and I've beaten freaking other Halo games on freaking hard, hardest difficulty, and I played through the entire Halo yeah. franchise, and even those games aren't that oh, hard. Oh yeah, but did you beat it on a Guitar Hero controller or a normal controller? But a normal well, controller. Well then, <laughs> Don't even remind me freaking how much PTSD I still suffer from from that legendary playthrough, Jordan. Oh, oh, you want to talk about PTSD? Every time you sit there and hold a grenade in Call of Duty, my ass shakes, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Team kill a douchebag. <laughs> um, Alright, so I think here's the thing. I'm going to be honest. I think my all timer takes the cake. Okay. 
So there's this game. It went into alpha. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I bought it when it was in alpha. With promises of um, fixes. Promises of extraordinary zombie gameplay. Promises that I would find the love of my life in video game form. Promises that were not kept. This game that I'm referring to, not only did I buy an alpha, to this day, it is still an alpha. I paid, and I it wasn't on sale. I got it very when it first came out. I paid $35 for a game in alpha. And I am stuck with that game because the Steam refund policy was almost non-existent back in the day. And that game is DayZ. Oh, <laughs> no! Okay, yep, you win. Oh, so terrible. And then they tried to do something else with it, and they put on... Oh. They, they, tried, they tried doing what H1Z1 did, but they, they failed. They just broke the game more. I thought you were going to say, like, PUBG or something. No, I, I thought he was going to say seven days to die, and I was about to like reach through the screen and slap him a no, little bit. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing with PUBG. It was good. It just it it was the first. It was like one of the first battle royales that people mm -hmm. picked up on. It was fun. But then other battle royals came out and improved the genre as PUBG stayed in one spot. Um, seven days to die. I don't remember if I've played that or not. But it's no, I'm talking about Daisy all time bad. I I think if you look on my Steam profile, I have like two and a half hours played, maybe a little bit more. And that's me purposely like just trying to get through it so I can try to play it. But there's no nobody's on the servers, like so you can't find a good server with other people on it. <clears throat> there was there's supply issues, like you hardly have any supplies or anything like that. And the game's buggy. It's super buggy and awful. Every promise that they made, they broke. Except for zombie gameplay. There there was, in fact, zombie gameplay at one point in this game. There was? I did see one I did see one zombie at one point sometime, yes. Were you were you dreaming when you saw this? Or was it like on your screen? Because No, I, I paid thirty five dollars to see one zombie and then I quit the game and uninstalled it and haven't played it since. Okay. There I, I think you honestly win because I know that game was trash. That's why I didn't buy it. All of the times, it's like, it's on sale. You can download it now if you that's go on the, Google Stadia and download it for free. And I'm just like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> that's the thing. If When I got it, it was like, it was like, it first came out. It was like only a week or two old, right? Yeah. And all these people on YouTube were like, oh, this is so fun. Because oh, they were playing with friends and they had a server full of people. They made it look fun, right? But people like us don't have friends. Yeah, Just look at us. We're talking about video games in front of a, a camera. Do you think we have friends? <laughs> Each other. That's about it. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but... Dude, and we're not don't even brag. friends. Jordan sends me hate messages all the time when we're all fly. That... You know, I'm not going to accept what you said, but I'm also not going to deny it. I'm just going to go I, with... I cannot confirm suck it or up. deny. Suck it up. Yeah. All I gotta say, Charles is over here shouting out his friends. Me and James are just trying to get by with a little bit of love that we get on the street. It's 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 bad. I'm don't don't don't, don't think dirty about it. Don't think dirty about it. Just let it happen. 
just let it happen. I'm just surprised, John, you didn't mention that if you played um, one Resident Evil game um, called Operation Raccoon City when you had to play as that one Umbrella agent oh, sample of pink I didn't buy that game. My mom okay. bought it. <laughs> uh, I, have, I have one more all-timer, but this one's more of a, this one's gonna be more of a niche audience. Okay. <laughs> so, bless my wife. She... She tried buying me a game on the Switch, right? Because I had a bad day. And she's like, you know what? Maybe if I buy James a new game on the Switch, he'll feel better. And I, I had recently, we just recently had a conversation where, you know, I, I enjoy playing horror games. Mm-hmm. And so she bought me this game. It's called, like, Outbreak or something like that on the Switch. And the game is a Resident Evil 2 ripoff. And it's, it's so bad. It's not good. <laughs> It's not no, good. No, not good, not good at all. The camera, like, you know, all the issues that you had with the original Resident Evil games were, like, it was more so, like, a top-down or, yep. like, straight ahead, but the camera wouldn't follow you unless you reached, like, went past the corridor so you couldn't see it. Yeah, that's the aiming was broken because it's just, yeah, you, it was no, so there's, bad. There's no auto-lock or anything like that, so you you have a knife and you're just, like, trying to step forward and then you just, like, this, you're, like... I just had it for you. It just doesn't work. It, it doesn't, dude. That game, that game was all timer, but I paid like four bucks for it, so I can't complain. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like a four dollar game. It's like, yeah, you pay for it. Boo hoo, get over it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that one wasn't but too I bad. I ate. I ate my thirty five dollars. You know what? Actually, I, I got. I got one that I think we all can agree with. What's up? Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. Oh god, I got that game on launch day. Freaking even Dude, that game no one's better than Infinite Warfare. Dude, Infinite so, Warfare was the worst. I was a crappy little kid and I used to buy all the Call of Duties and I bought all the season passes and stuff before the game even came out. Yep. I spent almost ninety dollars on Advanced Warfare and Infinite Warfare and boy did I I was so So what I hated about it was I wasn't popular yet when Advanced Warfare came out, so I bought it. And then Infinite Warfare came out, and I said, oh, this is going to be different. They're going to fix all the issues. And um, I keep forgetting the name of the makers, but they sent me the game. So I went, yeah, this is cool. Okay, I'll, I'll Advanced I'll Warfare, I believe, was – I think that was the first Sledgehammer game. Yeah, yeah. So – I was like, eh, okay, who cares? And then the Infinite Warfare, they sent it to me, and I was like, this is awesome. You know, I didn't have to pay for a crappy game. Can't wait to play it. I played it for two hours, and I got rid of it. I so got rid my, of it. my problem with Advanced Warfare was, so it, Advanced Warfare came out right after Ghosts. Yes. This and everyone, right Ghost. everyone was saying Ghost was the worst Call of Duty game to ever be made. But then looking back on it, Ghost was such a great game. It was so much better versus like uh, Advanced, War- Advanced, Advanced Warfare, Warfare comes out, and then they had the exoskeletons and all that. And then next thing you know, every Call of Duty since, except for this past one, I think, or uh, and World War II, and World War Two, and uh, World War Two, Black Ops they Four. Were all... Black Ops Four, you can still do the little jump slide, like jump, jump, run on walls and stuff, can't you? No, Black Ops Four, you can't do that. It's you can jump, oh. you can slide. There's no wall running. That's Black Ops Three you're thinking of. That was also yeah. a disgrace. That's what yeah. you're thinking of. So, it, but but that game started a trend. If you couldn't tell, it started yep. a trend of terrible multiplayer mechanics that nobody really wanted. It was bad. Like, 
Uh, and this is the biggest thing. They could have done so many little things like the exosuits and all that. I understand they're trying to get into a new area. Destiny was popping, yeah. if you guys didn't remember at the time. Yeah. Destiny was really big, so they were trying to follow along those lines. And I appreciate them trying. The biggest problem I had with it was the maps were broken because you could run outside of the map and wall glitch and everything else so bad because you were free to do whatever. They had no barriers on the wall. Luckily, Black Ops 3 fixed that problem. Then you go ahead and you have the uh, you have the spawns. The spawns were always set to spawn you in a certain area. Super easy to spawn camp. Third is the jumping. You could literally be in the sky jumping around and almost last forever. The last but not least, this is one that really, really bothers me is you could have a gun. The enemy could have a gun. His could be 80 times better than yours out of luck. That's literally it. It's just luck. You could pick up someone's gun and go, oh, he got this out of a random crate. I'm going to use They had 18 of the same gun on there. It's just different little things. It was stupid. It was dumb. I, I raged uh, so much at that game. Just put your credit card information in, then you get more crates, idiot. Oh, you know, that's what I did wrong. That's what I did wrong. See, that's why I'm not a pro gamer. That's why I'm never making it. <laughs> Once you put your credit card information in there, dude, it's just another level. <laughs> another like, level. Level complete, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that wraps up our uh, talk about disgusting games. Yeah. Uh, because that that's just terrible, dude. Like that's. I was gonna say I had one more, but it's a. Oh, rant. go go ahead. I I want to know your last game. We're on a rant now. If we saw people here on the podcast, you know what? They're gonna want to hear this last rant. Borderlands the pre sequel. Okay, you can that you can shut it off. <laughs> All right, and uh, think... you guys can find us on Twitter at. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what was wrong with the pre-sequel? I, I love the game. What was wrong with it? It basically was just copy-paste of Borderlands 2. Set in space. While we played, about three-quarters of the people... Well, two, half the people were thinking villains that we killed in the prior game. Another character was one that we hadn't seen since the first game in the DLC. And the last one was Claptrap. And the DLC characters were just two more villains. Except for the handsome Jack character. But And that game was did so poorly... And they only made one DLC, and the only other bit of DLC was a pre-order freaking freaking um I can't remember what it was called, but it was just basically a freaking arena that you, um, you can just it wasn't really important and everything. But basically, all the pre-sequel was was a freaking set of crappy copy paste of freaking Borderlands 2. And if you played anybody but the Jack character, good luck trying to beat it solo. Okay, I get where you're coming from. I totally understand. I understand what you're saying, but you are wrong, is what Jordan's about to say. No, I'm not. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> let's just let's just see where I go with this, okay? I used to hate Borderlands. I didn't like the way it looked. I didn't like anything about it. Then one day, I stumbled across this magical man named Charles, and he's like, you gotta play. I said no, and I said, he kept saying, you gotta play it. I kept saying no, and then he bought the game. Then I said, fuck. And then I had to go play with him. Then I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed Borderlands no. too. It was actually really fun. 
And then he's like, cool, I'm happy for you for this. And then Borderlands 3 came out. Beautiful. Then the pre-sequel. I will admit, they messed up a lot. But it also doesn't help when your driver is like a five-year-old and he hits everything in sight. So you can't really say the game's broken. I can say the person driving is broken. Um, but I can't say sure, the game has any that's problems. Very, that's very irresponsible to let you, or to make, to let you, or to let the five-year-old drive for you. Uh, you know what? They, they very wanted it. You, this is why I'm going to be a great father, okay? My kid's like, hey, they want something like, hey, you want this. And then you're like, I'm going to be like, here you go. And then the baby's like, For the record, guys, they also played the first game. Huh? Yes. I took Jordan to the first Borderlands after we beat Borderlands 2, which originally when we played Borderlands 2 was supposed to also be with Jordan's brother Justin, but Justin had other shit to do, so it was just me and Jordan. Wow, Justin, way to back out. If you're listening to this, you're a quitter. Uh, yes, he honestly is, because he was my AOT partner, the one I was supposed to be doing competitive Call of Duty with, and I haven't seen him since Black Ops 2. Come home. <laughs> <laughs> Dad. I miss playing Call of Duty with Justin. Dad, you've been out getting cigarettes yeah. for so long. I just need you here. <laughs> I just want you here, Daddy. Uh, but no, I mean it. It is fun. I will admit the right. pre sequel is broken and it's just a crappy copy paste. So I do agree with you 100. Uh, but all in all, so, I mean, if you guys have any like broken games or games that you're really upset about, make sure to let us know. Leave it in the comments. You know, let us know. Comments, on Twitter. Twitter, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, so speaking speaking of fun, you know who hates fun? Me? Nintendo. Oh, oh yes, 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 you. But also Nintendo. All right. So this one's this one goes out to all our uh, Smash homies out there. Smash Mouth, so, love them. <laughs> yeah. <I can't> <laughs> Now I'm a believer. I can leave and... her if I try. <laughs> the podcast going to get hit with a copy of that. <laughs> it's okay because we're walking on the sun. Bono, what, what? But Bono, what, what? Anyway, this, this podcast sucks. We, we, we keep bouncing. This is uh, okay. This is, Nintendo. This. this is fun. Alright, Nintendo. Nintendo. You were talking about Nintendo. Yeah, Smash they, fans. They, they hate. They, yeah, Nintendo is the Smash Mouth of the gaming community. So, so basically, what happened was there's this organization called the Big House. What the Big House does is they put fan competitions for Smash Brothers. Uh, they've been doing it since 2011. It's never really been an issue. Um, as you know, Super Smash Bros. Melee, which came out for the GameCube, they. And they can't play it online now all days because it's 2020 and they don't have any servers on. Yeah. So a group of people came up with what's called Slippy. It's a netcode that lets you play Smash Bros. Melee online. And that's what this big house tournament was going to be. It was going to be on the Slippy network or netcode, sorry. So that way they can play. Well, Nintendo found out about this and they're like, yeah, we're in a pandemic and all, but if you guys don't play Super Smash Bros. Melee, you're getting around a TV and a GameCube. You ain't using this. And so they sent Big House a cease and desist over a game that they haven't touched in over 10, 15 years almost. Yikes. So that's why. Before the Wii came out. And yeah, and this is, this is a big deal because the Big House, you know, 
hundreds of thousands of people come to this tournament or usually go to this tournament and play. And with this being in a pandemic, they still want to be able to play against people for fun. It's 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 a fun experience. And they can't do that now because Nintendo's like, nope, you can't play online. I don't care if you're in a pandemic. You'll go out there, wear a mask or not. I don't care, idiot. You're going to go play this on a GameCube like a real man. That's what they said. More, more or less. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but they mostly just said, hey, stop it. Cease and desist now. And they're following the cease and desist because they're not going to win a legal fight against Nintendo, obviously. So they had to cancel the tournament, and all future tournaments have been canceled, which sucks. Um, like I said, there was... I, I don't remember how many people were signed up for this tournament, but it was a lot. And they you had to pay to sign up for the tournament. And so it kind of took everyone aback a, a when... They couldn't do it. Uh, so this is the official statement from the Big House. I'd like to read it, just so we all know. Okay. So, the Big House is heartbroken to share we've received a cease and desist from Nintendo of America, Inc. to cancel our upcoming online event. We were informed we do not have permission to host or broadcast the event, primarily due to the usage of Slippy, which is that netcode I told you about. Sadly, all of our competitions are affected. We are forced to comply with the order and cancel the Big House online for both Melee and Smash Bros. Ultimate. Refund information will be sent shortly. We apologize for those impacted. Jeez. And don't get me wrong. Oh, it's... I can see it from both points. I can, and I'll explain. So, Big House. They're just putting this tournament together to get people online, playing games, having fun, take their mind off the pandemic. Um, they've been doing this for a while. It's mostly just a, like a little tournament thing that people do. Um... They are not officially broadcasted by Nintendo, and they're playing a Nintendo game. So I get that, and I can also get that it is within Nintendo's right to order a season assist because it is their game, and they're using a netcode that was not released by Nintendo. So I get that. But it's not hurting Nintendo for people to be playing their games, if you know what I mean. Yeah. They... This, I think, has part to do within the past year or so. If you remember, they Nintendo started sending out lawsuits and cease and desist to all these people who are making emulators. Because Nintendo wanted to come out with their own emulator. And if you have a Switch, like I have one, they, 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 did, they did that. They have their own, like, super, uh, like, SNES emulator on the Switch. They have a... They have one other one, I don't remember. And then, like, they're doing that for, like, Game Boys and stuff like that. They want to come out with their own emulators and they want to make a buck off of it. Um, but, so, I mean, it sucks, though, because there's a bunch of people that just wanted to play Smash Bros. with people online, get their mind off the pandemic, just have a good time, right? Especially in the holiday season. Like, this holiday season is going to be rough for a lot of people. Um, like, our governor in Ohio basically just said, hey, anyone outside of your household is not allowed to be at Thanksgiving with you. Like, so, I mean, it's, it's going to be rough. Like, it's because the holidays are traditionally are rough for people with uh, mental illnesses or other issues like that. So mm -hmm. with this going on, it's going to be even rougher. And when you have big corporations like this taking down things that helps people get take their mind off it, you kind of, you got to look at it from the outside. And then here's the thing, you also got to look at it from their point of view, though. It's like, it's their game being affected by a netcode that wasn't made by them. Something drastic happens, it does come back by Nintendo. So, I mean, it is within their right to do so, but should they have done so? What's your opinions? Well, I I wanna I wanna start it off with, so how far of the story do we know? Because season assists, I've had to send out a few myself, and 
a um, cease and desist, I mean, that means that they've tried to reach out to them before, and they denied it, so... Yes, so back in 2013 is when they first invented a netcode that would allow you to play Super Smash Bros. Melee online. Nintendo was like, hey, we didn't make that, don't do it. And then the big house was like, oh, we are gamers. We are gamers, yeah! And then oh. we... we I'm paraphrasing, obviously. There's a huge timeline. If you want to, you can look it up. Um, just like Big House, uh, the the Big House tournament or Big House Smash, something like that. Uh, but in 2013, they did something that would also have a universal controller fix. So that way everybody could play um, on like just whatever normal, whatever you use normally for an emulator, right? Okay. Um, and Nintendo was like, hey, don't do that. We're not going to stop you, but don't do it. And then the big house, and mind you, they're not a huge tournament organizer, but they're they're big enough for people to, like, if you're in the Smash community, you know about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So they're playing, and they've done this for a while, and then seven years later is when finally, because from what I've heard, there's been no, between then and now, there's been really no issues that have been that have been public. There have been no issues that have been public. So they okay. decided to dish out the cease and desist now. Okay, so then the the biggest thing it looks like is they tried to contact them. Obviously, um, they refused, and then they had to send yeah. a cease and desist letter out. Okay, so that clears up some of it there. So I mean, they could have done more things ahead of time. They didn't, um, but. Honestly, like, you, you, biggest thing you said that really started my mind, like, going, okay, let's actually get into a serious mode for a second, is a lot of people do have, like, you know, illnesses and stuff like that, and my brother is a, is one of those kids where he has a mental mind of, like, being a certain age, and he plays, like, these certain games, and he, I live far away, my other brother lives far away, other one just moved out, my sister moved out, he's with my mom, so he has no connection to us, consoles are one way to do it so if he has no way to you know play and have that yeah. it's, it's gonna be rough on him just yeah just imagine if they took away the ability for you to play with your brother mm -hmm. yeah that would that that's, honestly sucks like that that's the way you got and that's the way you gotta look at it like yeah my personal opinion this is personal opinion this is yeah this is all just personal. personal opinion i think nintendo has full right to do what they did Mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like if they've waited one more year when we weren't in a global pandemic in the holiday season, I feel like it would have hurt them because it's not like yeah. they're raising a ton of money. You know, you know how much the winner got at the last tournament? A thousand dollars. Like three thousand dollars. Oh, hmm. I mean that's a good chunk of change. I mean more than I ever won. <laughs> yeah, but I mean it's nothing. It's not like one of these tournaments where the winner gets like fifty thousand. Yeah, it's not like, like super it's super just, big. Yeah, it's just a couple hundred thousand people come in they chip they each chip like a, a couple bucks like it's not crazy yeah. i think it's like 10, 10 bucks to sign up or it's something usually like, that. like 15 uh yeah it's, 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 a, it's like 10 15 it's 10 15 bucks to sign up and you just play and i think that nintendo really i think they're, they're not in the wrong i don't want to say that because as a business you have to understand what they're going yeah like, what that's, they're looking at yeah but i feel like they could have just turned a blind eye for one more year. Yeah, they already waited long enough to already 
like send it out you can tell that nintendo's are trying to get their get everything rolling and they're like we have to send it out now or never and yeah. so i think that's what happened like i agree with you they should have just took taken a blind eye and been like hey you know what it's the holiday times you know let's just let it happen but that's the same thing is too it's the holiday times so buy nintendo products you know do all this stuff because not a lot of people are going to go into research like you did about digging into why this happened they're just going to try to find a solution as quick as possible or something to substitute it and mm-hmm. keep it going yeah that's gonna be it but also real quick why is GameCubes right now 150 dollars on amazon I don't know. If you, if you buy any old console, I was looking at old PS2s, and they were like 125. What, dude? Yeah. That's crazy. Like when you brought up the GameCube, I went, dude, Chicken Litter, Little. That was like my jam. Like I love playing Chicken Little, and I just looked up for a GameCube, and it's 150 some dollars used. Like I'm like, okay, yeah. maybe yeah, not. Same with the PS2 is expensive. Not you can buy a PS3 cheaper than you could buy a PS2. I I don't know about now. When I was looking at just like old consoles to mess around with, mm-hmm. um, that's it was cheaper to buy a PS3 than it was a PS2, which is weird. There's a website I've gotten all PS2 games because I want to get a PS2 again someday because that was my first system before I got mm-hmm. my first Xbox. And um, the website's called Luki Games, and it's nothing but retro stuff. And you can get like just about anything like from old Game Boy systems, old consoles, and all sorts of old games and everything from there. And you can even get like certain toys if you can get lucky because sometimes they have like old toys on there too. What's it called? Um, it's a site called Lukey Games. Lukey Games. Luke? Okay. Lukey Games. Are you searching up as well? <laughs> I I am actually. I, I'm I'm curious toys. too. He like, said, I, I want to. He said know. old. To- he said like old toys and stuff like that. I love collecting old stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So. And have you purchased anything on this website personally? Yeah. Okay. I got two PS2 games and an old PS2 Oh, original PS2 is on sale for $164. I mean, now I know. And also, it's looking. guaranteed that it will work or you can return it for your money back. Wow. Should have should have talked to you when I was looking oh, wow. for a Nintendo sixty four for Britney. Oh my god! <laughs> and even then, if you you can also even get another system to replace the system that you got before if it doesn't work. Same with the games. Oh, interesting. That's actually really like, really good to know. They sell a lot of those. That's where. I put... Sorry, I was just gonna say they sell a lot of those like infinite like uh, when Disney and Infinite or Infinity came out. Those little like. Um, like the Skylander things you just place on the little pad, yes. and there's yeah. a game. That's they sell a lot of those from what I see. That's why I plan on getting a PS2 and a memory card and everything. Cause like I said, I want to get a PS2 again someday. Cause I want to play all the old PS2 Ratchet and Clank games. Cause I love those games, and like the old certain and re- the certain wrestling game that I have. Cause it was one of the first wrestling games I ever played, and I miss playing it. I I I miss. I smacked out Shut Your Mouth was the first wrestling game I ever played. Oh, I thought you yes. were yelling at Charles for a second. <laughs> no, smacked out Shut Your Mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> and then... That was my first wrestling game, too. And then the SVR games were really fun. Except for yes. 08. 08 was not fun. Yeah, I liked 08. That's my favorite wrestling game. I liked 09 better because it was just 08, but 
better. Yeah. Oh, it was fun at the time, but it was very. I don't know. I because it's less than game I have for the PS2, and sorry for interrupting you, Jordan. No, 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 you're I good. have the original SmackDown versus Raw because that's also my favorite wrestling game too. That's the one that had Batista and John Cena on the cover, right? Yep, and Vince McMahon's eyes that were red. Yeah. And blue. Yep, I I had that one. I had that one, 07, 08, and then from there on, that's when I started playing, like, on the 360 and stuff like that, and started playing online games like Call of Duty and all that. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, going through it uh, probably after this. I just know I need to also go shopping uh, later, so that's a thing. Um, but we should kick into our last and final segment uh, I'm hoping that James can join us with this next segment if he can get. Yeah, sorry, they had they had the Nintendo Power Glove for a hundred bucks on there. That thing was. Oh, God. <laughs> oh wow! So, sorry, I'm, I might I, I might both these guys addicted to the site. I, I might be playing. I might I, by the next podcast I might be playing on my Power Glove, so I might not be able to record. Just let me let me know like a couple days ahead of time. Let me get someone else in. Uh, okay, let me open up my <clears throat> ready. Oh, Charles, are you ready? Charles, yep. You are now being strapped in and strapped on. You are in. Oh God. You are in the electric chair. Oh, so, electric, electric chair! <laughs> I tried to do like the flipping screens really fast on uh, the recording software. It didn't work out. <laughs> cool. Awesome. So, Charles, what this is, is I have 10 questions. You have one minute. We are going to ask you this. They're mostly yes or no questions or this or that question, stuff like that. All right. So, Jordan will get one minute on the clock. I will get one minute on the clock, and then I should. Uh, say this because we always get so distracted afterwards is that how this works you get one minute on the clock and we ask you 10 questions and then after that me and james get thrown up on the stool and you get to ask us three questions about anything in our lives uh along with a legal issue then yes yeah for legal reasons that (laughs) well i mean it's a joke and it's also like hey you know if something did happen we don't need to talk about it. So, right. with that being right, said, timer's on do the have, clock. Do we have one minute on the clock, Executioner? We do. Wait. No, we don't. Hang on. <laughs> there. We got one minute on the clock. All right. Charles, are you ready? Time will begin. Yeah. Now. All right, Charles. Favorite food? Um, Chicken nuggets. Favorite movie? Um... Um, Pirates, the first Harry Potter movie. Favorite game? Halo. Boxers or briefs? Um, briefs. I Pineapple guess. on pizza? Which was that? No. Alright, controller or mouse and keyboard? Controller. Chicken or steak? Steak. Cats or dogs? Both. Twitch or YouTube? YouTube. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Alrighty. Whoa, was that, that all the 10, questions? That was ten questions. Oh my god. I, I thought because like he was trying to real fast thing, I thought we were gonna run out of time. He had fourteen Dude, seconds left. I need to start 
change. I, I think okay. So now that we've went through the batch of questions with almost everybody, I'm going to change the questions up for uh, next time we have a guest. I going to start adding questions like, "What's your uh, like opinion on quadratic expansion?" Like stuff like that. Yeah, we need to <laughs> we need to add some more questions in there, like because everyone's uh, gone through like a minute, and yes, we can go through all the questions, but it's still like, eh, you know, we we had that time. Can you, yeah, there's no hustle, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what's the first eight digits of pi? What? I said the first eight digits of pi. I don't know. All right. Um. Sorry. Right, so you went through the electric chair. You Woo! survived. You survived, unfortunately. So as your reward, you get nothing, but you get to ask us questions. Either three questions of the same question, or six questions total, like me three and then him three. Um. You could just start off whatever you want to ask. All right. Um. James, who's your all-time favorite wrestler and? What got you into wrestling? All right, so... That's one question, by the way. Okay, I'll take that as one question. What got me into wrestling was... Um, when I was a little kid, I was just flipping through the channels, and I saw it on, and then my mother saw me watching it. Or no, it wasn't my mother, it was my aunt. My aunt saw me watching it one day, and I was just asking her questions because her and her husband watched it, and then the very next day, she bought me a John Cena action figure. And from that point on, I watched it every week. And growing up, John Cena was my favorite. And then Jeff Hardy was my favorite. And now Seth Rollins is my favorite. So added three of those, I don't know if I have an all-timer favorite. But if I have to go right now, I'd probably have to say Seth Rollins. All I'd have to say Undertaker, but yeah. Okay. I've been watching it for long time too yeah i've been watching this like the mid 2000s i think when I, was, I was like somewhat of a kid like middle school i think um i watched it right before dx came back the first time wrestlemania wrestlemania 22 had just happened when i watched it when i started watching so john cena had just defended the title against triple h I've been watching it since Undertaker first came back as a dead man persona oh, but yeah. before around WrestleMania 20. Yeah, after the biker gimmick. Yeah. All right. So you, I really wish I'd see. you can ask Jordan a question or you can finish your questions with me. Um, for, well, I have first one for Jordan. And, okay. um, I'm trying to think. Um, what did you think about me the first time that we met when we first met in Halo 3? ASL. Um, <laughs> everyone asks that. Like, that's always like the first thing. Like, how do you really think of me? And I'm just like, why is this a question? <laughs> um, so when I first thought of you, uh, for one, I thought you were pretty cool because you called out me being Washington after team killing me. So greatly appreciated that. Um so at first I was like, you know what? He's pretty cool. Rusty fan, I'm in, let's do it. And, uh, and then just kind of getting to know you a little bit more, uh, the same exact day. Uh, I honestly, like, first impressions, pretty cool. You know, you're already a part of, like, the Rooster Teeth community thing that I was, so it's like, it was so cool, the fact that we both had same interests in the same game. And so, yeah, I mean, first, like, first time we sat there and started talking, I thought you were pretty cool. Anyone that was a Rooster Teeth fan was a friend of mine, so. And you're one of the ones that got stuck around for over eight years now. So, yeah. I thought you were pretty cool the first time we met. I still remember that day because I was just goofing around dual-wielding plasma rifles like Carolina. Yep, and I was dressed up as a young little Washington. He was a, he was like the little engine that could, and in my case, couldn't. Uh, so, yeah. 
Um, I have another one for J- a second one for James. How long do you think all elite wrestling will last, and do you think that they'll be able to surpass um, Raw and SmackDown? Another wrestling question. Um, here's the thing. I think as long as they are okay, because I'm gonna be honest. So if you're a businessman, you know you can't just dump your own money into a project for so long. That's when, that's when you know you start losing the money. And you have to back out. I think that if this pandemic lasts longer, like if they can't have a full capacity of fans by this time next year, I think it might not end well. Um, but I think they still have a contract with TNT for the next two years. So I think after that, if they don't have fans, I think it might be done. Um, but if they can't have fans eventually i think they'll be fine because they the last buy rate for the pay-per-view was really good um i bought it uh, it was i think almost 110,000 buys which is good for their which is good for pay-per-view business nowadays because a lot of people use streaming services um what was the second part of the question i'm sorry and um do you think they'll be able to surpass raw and smackdown and viewers oh smackdown no uh as long as smackdown is on Fox, they have all that production money and stuff like that. There's and it's on broadcast table, uh, cable television. Like everyone has Fox, you know what I mean? Everyone, even if you don't have cable, is if you have bunny ears on your TV, you get Fox. And so I think, I think it'll continue. Like it's it hovers above two million viewers, roughly. Raw is on the down. Is on the down. It used to be around two million this time last year, and then now it's at like 1.6, 1.7 million on average. I think that if things stay exactly how they are for the next five years and AEW is still on TV, I think, yes, they have a chance to pass Raw. I don't think they'll be able to pass SmackDown. No. Here's the thing. Jordan, do you think... Oops, sorry, I was going to say, AEW isn't doing anything to reach a new audience. They're just doing stuff to entertain their current audience. So they're not growing, but they're not losing an audience. That's the issue. Sorry. Their viewership seems to fluctuate from week to week, depending on what NXT is doing or whatever is going on. Did they fluctuate? Apparently this past week they got... They fluctuate between seven and 900,000 viewers. Yeah, because last week it was like 850,000 viewers for AEW. Mm-hmm. All right, sorry, you can ask your next question. Jordan, do you think they will ever make a Halo movie? Oh, yeah, easily. I mean, they've already made a Halo movie. It was bad, but they, I mean, they already made a Halo movie. Yeah, they're going to make another one. And they did what? And a show. Didn't they do a show, a Netflix show? Yeah, they did like a Netflix show that only lasts for, what, six episodes? I think it was. Um, Going on to dawn? Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, I think they're going to make another movie. I just don't see it being anytime soon. I think everyone's kind of wanting to see if Borderlands will go through with what they said and make their movie. But Halo, I know they're going to make one. They have devoted fans. And if this game falls, you bet you they'll be making a movie. Um, Besides wrestling, James, what other things do you like? I like video games. I like... uh... (gasps) Really? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, really? It's almost like I do a podcast about technology and video games. It's weird. Weird. Um, yeah. Um, I work a lot. I work almost 60 hours a week. 
So, um, outside of work, I really don't have time to do anything else. I like my my recent um, like guilty pleasure thing has been like drama videos on YouTube about YouTubers. Like I sent one to I sent one to Jordan uh, yesterday, I believe. Yeah. Have we got a chance to listen to it, but yes. About Wings of Redemption. Uh, I've been following the Wings of Redemption story now for a while, and that is all-timer just gold. Um, but stuff like that, um, me and my wife, we like to do it. We like to do fun, adventurous things that most people in our, like, uh, for our anniversary a couple months ago, we went ziplining over a zoo enclosure. Like, how many people do you know say they can do that? You know what I mean? Like, we like doing stuff like no that. No one! <laughs> No. We like we like we like doing stuff like that. Like that was so cool. So we just like doing stuff like that. We, like I'll, it'll be a spontaneous. Like it'll be like a Wednesday afternoon. My mom or oh my goodness, my wife will be like, "Hey, let's let's go to Best Buy," and then next thing you know, we buy a fridge. Like it's it's weird. But yeah, I just I just enjoy things. I like I go with the flow. That's that's my thing. That's my thing. I go with the flow. Reminds me of freaking Yuma from Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel. Hey, Jordan. Um, was, um, my la- the last question that I had for you was, um, out of all the time that we've spent freaking playing like Halo and Borderlands and Call of Duty, which one of the games did, um, did you ever have the most fun playing with me? Dude, easiest answer ever. This is Left for all- Dead with James. No, shut your mouth. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> James, me and your CSGO is that's where it's at, especially yesterday. But no. So with me and Charles, it's easy to say because Borderlands, you know what? You brought me into the game. That's not a fair fair answer. Halo, you know, it's fun with other people, sure. Call of Duty though. <laughs> I got to see that firsthand because literally today we were we were trying to get camos unlocked and I was playing off camera. I was hating everything. I wasn't getting kills. I just I didn't feel like even in the mood to play it. And I was like, I gotta get a stream going. I get Charles in. I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. We're making jokes left and right. I'm getting kills. We're just sliding through the games. Time's going by so quick. It's like yes, Call of Duty without a out and then if i had to pick another one halo because i never play multiplayer halo besides swat and even then it's still not as fun without hanging out with like you or someone else but call of duty nah i have the most fun with you versus anyone else i play call of duty with um yeah. all right. right james i had one that was for the both of you all right yeah, sure. Sure. you guys are, you guys are free to be honest um do I ever annoy you guys or anything, or do I ever, like, make you guys irritate or anything? Because if I do, I apologize. I mean, I I haven't been annoyed or anything. And we we played a couple sessions of Love for Dead and stuff like that. I, I don't, I can't think of anything. Yeah, I can't think of any either. I've known you for eight years. I mean, if I was annoyed yeah. with you then, I would still be annoyed with you now and... I'm I'm here. Eight years later, I'm here. You know, you, you know what is annoying though? What's annoying, James? Plugs. So, Charles, if you want, you can plug your stuff. We'll give you the next 30, 30 seconds or a minute to plug I don't your need to, uh, listen plug to your it. Ju- <laughs> to plug your junk and stuff for everyone to uh, find you and where they can find you, where they can 
get a hold of you or if you keep that stuff private, hey, whatever. Basically, I've been t growing my YouTube channel, which is called CG the Lone Wolf. But basically, I just upload whatever I feel like, and mostly it's just gameplay from like clips of like Destiny or Halo or Call of Duty or whatever. And sometimes it's like when I uploaded a clip from when I played Borderlands 3 with Jordan. That's pretty much what I do. And also, whenever I upload videos of like my NASCAR diecast collection or my brother raging of video games, because he does that a lot. If any of that crap is anything that people watching this like, and just subscribe to my YouTube channel, CJ the Lone Wolf, on YouTube because I'm growing it and it's hopefully ho I'm hoping to hit 50 subs by the end of the year. Nice, congrats! Good luck on that, man. So his his socials will be on the left here. Our socials will be on the right. You can find me at Twitter at Skull Hunt James. You can find our podcast at Skull Hunter Pod on Twitter. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your uh, podcast from if you want to listen to the video form you can find us at facebook at skull hunter podcast and if you want to find jordan find him at skull hunter games on youtube facebook and twitter uh after that thank you we'll hope to see you again next week bye bye Good sweet, baby